Mates podcast back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Peart in the studio. But once again, thanks, Gladys. Thanks, China. Lockie, calling in remotely. How are you, big fella? G'day, boys. I'm good. You've Sorry. got some crispy sounding fucking audio, though, mate, because it, it was a last minute call we decided we were going to say fuck lockdown. We're going to say, fuck lockdown. We're, we're set up as a business. We're COVID safe. We've got all the fucking shields. We've got everything you here. You can check in. We're ready to go. But it wasn't It wasn't to be. It wasn't going to be the way we were going to do it. And we had to somehow race to you to get some to, to get you some audio gear. We got you the, the, the Rode uh, Procaster. We've got you plugged into your computer. Crispy sounding audio. Um, and we're here. And I think we're good. Big fake round of applause. Right, it felt weird not doing the applause at the start, right? Wow, we. You need it. It's yeah, times are different. It's an offbeat mate. episode. I had to wait out the front in the in the freezing cold for Lockie. It's fucking I was uh, I texted him a minute like two minutes before I was going to get there. I was like, Lockie, I'm I'm coming. I'm walking down to your apartment. I'm going to be downstairs in two minutes. I got there. I texted him. I said, Lockie, I'm out the front. <laughs> Three or four minutes later, I get a message saying, Cool. I wait another <laughs> five minutes. Lockie comes down in shorts and thongs. Fuck I'm, me. I'm, I'm like in two, like two or three layers. I'm freezing my ass it's off. It's two degrees below zero out there it's and pissing down with fucking rain. Lucky strolls on out. And he's in, in fucking shorts and I didn't nose. see the message. And <laughs> so I had to quick, I had to quickly whack on whatever was nearby. I could hear you. You're wearing Seth less than when that? I was, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I could hear you when I was waiting for the elevator, talking to someone saying, Yeah, I'm just waiting on Lockie. I've got to give him a microphone. Oh wow. Don't talk too much shit about me, buddy. I'm, I'm glad here. I didn't I didn't say anything too bad out there. I was talking to the My ears are burning. Yeah, and that's the one thing you don't ever want to talk about with Lockie as well. He's always timely. That's always <laughs> that's our, that's that's your reputation, Lockie. You're always timely. But we're all set up, we're all good to go. Uh we are, we're ready to go. Because that was I think that was the problem with the last couple of times we did it, it was the audio was just fucking shit house absolutely fucking shit house but i think we've worked it out and i guess for anyone listening to this uh and doesn't know what's going on we're in our fifth lockdown now here in victoria yeah uh great and i tell you what it's like i know i wished for it and i did i deeply wished for it because i didn't want a weekend with the in-laws um it's a bit of a double-edged sword this because it's like we obviously have to record the the podcast remotely that's kind of fucked me um, the Bucks party that we've got in a couple of weeks is looking more and more unlikely as well. That's looking grim. And most importantly, you boys who have been training hard for the half marathon just found out cancelled. Not going to fucking oh, no, happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Oh, uh, no. I, I feel like the hay isn't in the barn. The training, I could have done better. <laughs> so... Well, we're going to do it anyway, right? Well, Are you going to get out there and jump out and do it anyway? Well, that was the plan. So you suggested that uh, last week, and there was a and part like, of me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there was a part <laughs> yeah. of me that was like, ah, oh, this is the perfect excuse not to go. What about you, Lockie? You up for doing a half marathon on Sunday? I'm pretty keen. I am much in the same boat as you said, but I don't feel ready. But I, it feels a lot more achievable when it's just the fellas. Like when there's a big crowd and you got to get up early and there's the thrill of the the cheering and the other competitors uh, that was kind of intimidating me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mate, let's do it. I was going to do it anyway. I was going to go out there and run 22 That's kilometers on Sunday anyway. Part so of your training schedule at the moment, isn't it? It basically hundred percent was. So I was going to be doing it anyway and uh, not doing it for the medal, but we should, we should, we can go out there and do it. Can we do that? Are we allowed to run in groups of three? Well, there's, there's a part of me that, uh, there's a part of me that just says, uh, fucking do it. 
just fucking go out there. Like, David Goggins. It's the David Goggins in me. He, he's saying, like, don't be a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a little bitch. Just go and get it done. It's not that far. You can grit your way through it. And then it, it, we can just stick it. That's just a real big middle finger to China as well. It's just, fuck you. You can't stop me running a half marathon. Technically, we'll have to run within the five-kilometer radius. So we'll just have to run four circles and then a little bit. Now, back when I was doing um, when I was doing my last set of training during the, the the major lockdown in Melbourne, I was able to run a marathon within the five k radius. Yeah, right. There it's, you go. It, it's actually a lot further because it's as the crow flies, boys. Yeah, that's it's not, true. Not five k's. Like you can't wait. Like, is it two and a half k's that way, or is it five k's in one direction? Five k's that way. Oh, that's oh, that's five k's in all directions. Oh, so we'll okay, go. so we can actually do like a marathon of sorts. Exactly. No, we'll be doing it. Retreading ground, and I'll, I'll 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 map it out. I'll tell you what, I'll map it out, and I'll even try and set up some entertainment along the way. I don't know, boys. If they cancel, are you the going to mar- make us medals? I'll make you some fucking medals. If they cancelled the marathon, they probably cancelled it for a good reason. Maybe we shouldn't run. No, no, that's not true. I think we should <laughs> get out know. there and get it done. We've, you boys have you boys have actually trained hard. You should fucking get out there and do it. You've got brand new shoes now. You're ready to rock and roll. What if get I'm it a, done. What if I'm a super spreader and I'm just running through all these <laughs> suburbs? Nah, you'll be fine, mate. No, you'll be fine. So, what, what did they How say many about? runs did you do this month, Seb? Oh, I can look at my app. Uh... The longest I did was 16, which I I wish I did longer, but my calf started playing up because my running shoes were fucked. Yeah. Mark, so Mark took Lockie and I down to the running company, which is a very fancy running shoe shop. Um, Thanks again to the running company for your wonderful support of the show. And so you take what you do is they 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 do this thing called gait analysis, where they you you run on a treadmill and they film you and they slow you down in slow motion and show you all these fucking graphs and shit and all these lines pointing in all these directions. Um, and they try and figure out, you know, like what sort of shoe you need, blah, blah, blah. But you bring in your old shoes so they can see where the wear and tear is basically on them. And the guy, like when he saw the shoes that I brought in, he nearly had a fucking heart attack. Yeah, they like, do. They have like, a fucking fit. Yeah. He was like, there was basically, it was almost, you could probably stick your finger through it basically, like yep. through the sole. How are you running with them, Seb? Well, I did pretty well for the last year. And then Sheer determination. In the really? last in the last couple of months, I started to get a little niggle. And then in the last week or two, it got really bad. So I've got a really sore calf and knee at the moment. But When I was training for my first half marathon, I was, um, I was wearing like fucking $10 Kmart runners. Uh, which aren't built for endurance running at all, let alone we're going to last the entire training run. I took them into the to the running company for my first ever trip, and they basically threw them in the fucking bin. Really? They were just like, this is disgusting. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, they could not have belittled me more. Oh, like, man. What you copped was honestly a nice review, and I've taken some shoes in there before. Like the, one of the, my last pairs of shoes, I went running, uh, I'd, I'd like the, the top was basically peeling off and I went running through the Grampians and like a stick had gone through like where the big toe was yep. and it went all along the side of my foot, uh, and then sort of came out the other end. So there was like two massive gaping holes in it and I sort of took them in and I was like, so this is where you, this is where you normally get wear on your shoes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, two massive fucking holes in it. But that's all right. We're all going to like, you're a bit worried about your calf. Lockie, have you got any injuries that you're concerned about for the, for the run? Well, I, I was kind of the same as Seb. I did the 16 and I wanted to go further, but I was getting like a fair bit of hip pain and knee pain. But I was kind of just thinking, oh, on the day I'll grip my teeth, which I probably still just will do because fuck it. Like once you're there, mate, you 20, do? 21K, 21Ks, you can fucking grit your teeth and you're not going to come out of it psychologically damaged. You're not going to be physically incapable for the rest of your life. No, you're going to be no. fine. You can get through 21Ks, boys. Man up! 
Man right. up, you'll be fine. Let's get it done. Like Fuck it. the mess. Let's do it. Lucky Let's we're do doing it. it. And it's not like I'm going into this right. thing fucking completely uninjured, boys. I have an eye sty. An eye sty. I have an eye a sty in my eye. I have noticed a little. Is that a little... from farting on the pillow? I don't know. Did I feel no, that that's step? conjunctivitis. I think isn't it? It's, it's no, a pink totally eye. different thing. That's yeah. Pink eye. So I've, it, it feels like there's a fucking rock in my eye. It started coming in, like, on Sunday. I think it was because of um, of the amount of running I'm doing. It's like some sort of infection in. In your eye, that's based on like oil or some shit. Um, but I woke up this morning and it's it's fucking agony. It just feels like a fucking headache along the whole right hand side. Oily boy, very disgusting. So very disgusting. What's it feel like? Like every time you blink, it's pain. Every time I blink, it's painful. I, I don't think it's that bad. Like I think I'm. It's, it's probably a bit over dramatic. But I'm I'm very rarely injured, and I have a very low pain threshold to be honest. But I tell you what, my vision is still fucking impeccable. Like, yeah. I went out running this morning, and I was running along Edinburgh Gardens, and I was running along uh, the side of the, the park there. There was a car on my left-hand side, and there was a guy in the driver's seat. All of a sudden, a dog comes running from underneath the car, a little tiny dog, and I jumped over the dog. <laughs> jumped over it. Wow. Like, I was, it was very heroic. Very heroic. Oh, my. I was very proud of myself. I just, just seen I it. Is that launched Mark, it. or is that Indiana... Jones. Honestly, just... it was it was it was it was possibly the most impressive thing I've ever done. To be honest, it was it was very cool because I nearly kicked that dog in the guts. <laughs> I would have sent it for six, mate. <laughs> <It> ne- <laughs> straight between the posts. <laughs> it nearly would have gone for a full try. I reckon it was going to go for a field goal. It was. Uh, I would, imagine if I killed that dog. Would you just keep running? I would have had to. Have, yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm training. It was the end of the 10K run. I had what, one and a half Ks left, so he might have actually had the legs to catch me, this bloke. I've if, always um, wondered that. If you were, like, mid-run and then, like, someone tried to come at you, if they could get you. Like, if you were, because you were tired. Adrenaline would kick in, mate. You'd be fine, yeah. I reckon. You'd be absolutely fine. Um, yeah, you're in the gear for it. Although, maybe not your old shoes, Seb. You'd probably put a, put your foot through one of them. Yes, true. Very true. Oh, I've got runner's Someone knee. Runner's knee. Oh, runner's knee. <laughs> Please oh, don't stop knee. me. Oh. No, I'm keen to do it, boys. I reckon it'll be fun. And, um, yeah, I guess we, we can't really go out for beers or anything afterwards, but it'd be good. Maybe get – you know, you should always – people say you shouldn't actually run a half marathon in training for a half marathon, but fuck that. I reckon run a half marathon in training for your half marathon. <laughs> yeah, well, true. I reckon Very it's just a, it's a mental Why? barrier. So do it, and then when if you want to do a proper half marathon, either the Run Melbourne or Melbourne Marathon or fuck it, the Great Ocean Road Half Marathon or whatever you want to do, go and fucking do it. Well, like, then I'll, I'll have a time to beat, I suppose. Exactly. And you'll mentally, you'll, you'll overcome it mentally. So you'll be able to actually enjoy the day. What I am shattered about is that after we were going to do the Run, Mel- uh, Run Melbourne Half Marathon on the weekend is we were going to meet up with the Patreon members for beers at I the know. pub. Maybe and what we can do, though, is we can have some sort of like a Zoom thing. Oh, wow. Like a Zoom beers. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> wow, what a fucking compromise. No, it sounds good. We've got, what, <laughs> 50 people on our Patreon. Thanks again to all our now. wonderful patrons. Um, and maybe we could set... It'll be like that networking evening we did a couple of weeks ago. It was oh, lame yeah, was, as fuck. That was actually pretty lame. Maybe so we should, lame. Maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't do it. Who wants to hang out on Zoom anyway? Let's you, do, like, you do lines over Zoom, maybe. Yeah, I'd be, mate, I'm always keen for lines. Get a little Colombian I'm on always Zoom. fucking keen for lines. Don't get me wrong. Do you I mean, reckon people are doing that? They're having no one little... would be able to dip into your bag either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do you reckon people are doing that? Having like sessions, like full on, full on sessions on over Zoom? If not, we're going to fucking start. We'll have a Zoom sesh. We'll do it. Let's do it. Fucking. Let's, fuck let's it. Straight not? away. I don't give a fuck. How have, you, how have your weeks been, boys? How is uh, lockdown treating you both? Mate, it's fine. No different for me. 
Uh, it has been okay. I feel it's it's weirdly been better than the last time. I think I was pretty low last time we had a lockdown. I don't know if you guys could tell, but I was pretty depressed when we were doing those remote podcasts. But I, I almost like I'm at a point of just, I don't know if like acceptance the depression has just become so so severe that i, d- I don't even have emotions left like I'm just all right a, a Burnham. jesus jesus you give him one mic Get ready for my you special give him one mic. yeah he's ready to start recording his own special now this bo burnham fuck go ready uh, go write some songs lucky for fuck's sake no 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 i've been watching a lot of celebrity uk big brother just like videos of that yeah and maybe that's I have contributing been on reddit Reddit. Reddit. Maybe, Jeez, Maybe this, is more toxic. this is contributing to the depression. I, I yeah, don't know. I don't know, mate. Yeah, I don't know if you should be hanging possible. out on Reddit. What 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 are your threads? What's your what's your what's your R slash uh I actually saw something that I was gonna bring up with you guys and ask your opinion on. So there's like some subreddit where people ask, Am I the asshole for doing something or other or someone's done something and um they get feedback off the Redditors. But someone wrote in and the question was, am I the asshole for getting pissy about my husband's bathroom time? And I mean, I can read sort of the whole thing or I can, I'll, I'll try just and elaborate. just elaborate. You know what? The answer is yes, bitch. Yeah, it's clearly yes. Let bro. him have his fucking time <laughs> on the throne, mole. What are you talking about? You, Let him you, have it. Well, here, let's, let's hear it out. Oh. So she says, my husband, our young son and I live in a house with only one bathroom. My husband will oftentimes disappear into the bathroom for 45 minutes, an hour, or even one time close to two hours. Any attempts to persuade him to hurry are futile, and the boy and I are left to fend for ourselves. Um, this keeps going on. So it happens even when he's just going in to wee. What does she mean, um, fend for themselves? Like like they, they have to just hold on to their own? Yeah, come on. Or they can't for, do anything. in. Yeah. The, the catalyst for writing in was she went to the bathroom. No, 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 sorry. She went to a restaurant with her husband for dinner and the husband went to the bathroom as he usually does. And she said to him, didn't like food's going to be out soon. Like don't take forever. And he got quite annoyed at her and then was in the bathroom for 45 minutes. And by that time, the, food had come and she'd eaten it and she tried to call him and he refused to answer his phone and then he turned his phone off and then so she left him at the restaurant and he ended up coming home later and was like what the fuck why did you leave me there she ended up getting an uber home and left him with the car but she said am i the asshole for leaving my husband at the restaurant he needs to dump her now what an no. Unsupp- no, this is his time. No, that's a little more nuanced now that I hear it. Like, at a re- like I can understand at home, but at a restaurant. He likes to take a shit. It's actually quite good for you, apparently. I've heard that it's good to, like, spend some time on the toilet after you've pinched one off for your, for your sphincter to close up so you don't have to wipe <laughs> as aggressively. Yeah, but that's you're at a restaurant. Like, Why the wait. fuck did she leave him at the Sizzler? While he's fucking snapping one out. That's fucking wrong. No, no, no. That's abandoning her man. She's not an asshole there. She did the right thing. He was, like, clearly being you, pissy. He what was, do you think he's doing? He should have answered his What's phone. What's he doing in the bathroom? Uh, he's just checking out threads. He's probably on Reddit. He's probably checking out the soccer scores. We had a friend of ours when we were living in uh, in the last house in the, oh, in yeah, the Brotherhood yeah. that took 
exceptionally long shits. Like, we had one bathroom as well. Exceptionally long shits. And, yeah, that idea of knocking on the door and going, oh, he can't hurry up, that was, that was like, aggravating. Yeah, well, we had one bathroom between five guys. Yeah. So, that, so was, was, that was tough. It was a revolving door of just mess. But you don't need that long in the bathroom. Like, it, it is self-indulgent. Like... I knew he was on the dunny, our housemate, was on the dunny reading fucking, you know, sports articles. That's Share house of five people, though. He's got it with his kid and his missus. So, like, it's, it's like if that's, you know, times three disrespectful, it's like that was times five disrespectful. So that's less disrespectful than that. Less disrespectful, yes. But it is less disrespectful. The restaurant is the bit that gets me. Like, fair enough at home, fucking spend as much time in the bathroom as you want. But at the restaurant... At least wait till after dinner and like let the missus sit at the table and get a fucking glass she, of wine or some shit. What do you she think? She did Lockie? say in a comment to some. Well, she did say in a comment to somebody else that he that yeah, it wasn't. It's not such a big issue because they have a spare, like they have a guest bathroom and that's where he goes. But they had a they also had a dinner party once and he disappeared for an hour into the bathroom, like in the middle of dinner. That's more <laughs> acceptable because I can imagine not being not wanting to be around her friends or. You know, mate. I, th- yeah, sure. I don't know. I mean, like, it, it sounds to me like he either is addicted to his phone for either like he's playing games, he's on Reddit, or he's looking at porn, or he's potentially having an affair. Because if it's every day that he disappears in there for multiple times a day, like every bathroom visit is 45 minutes to an hour. Sometimes too, like what what what's he doing? Uh, maybe the maybe bathroom? the restaurant thing. Maybe that was like a Mrs. Doubtfire sort of situation, where he, he had two <laughs> dinners at the same restaurant, so he had to go to the bathroom and get yeah. changed. And he's like, a- "Hey, I'm trying to get a job yeah. on a TV network. Yeah, so he had with to, dinosaurs. So he had to change into a costume as an old lady. Maybe it is. Maybe this is Robin Williams. But also, there's, I think there's a third variable that you're not 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 really considering. Maybe he's got bowel issues. Maybe he's just an exceptionally show, slow shitter. Maybe he's got a problem. That's that's true. He could have a medical Why condition. wouldn't he tell her? He's ashamed. He's ashamed. He's ashamed. That's what right. men do. We we hold it back. I didn't we, talk about my hemorrhoids for years. Exactly. And all it took was a fucking national podcast. That's all it took. Um, no, look, I, 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 I used to be a big fan of taking the big shit. And I remember uh, I, I've even announced it a few times to a room full of people. Just because, guys, do you mind if I take control of the bathroom for a good half an hour because I need it. And I just wanted to, <laughs> wanted to flick through some threads and just to have a bit of a read. Did you ever take a book in there? I'd always have a book when I was younger, but now we have phones. It's like, what am I going to read? I used to, to, exactly. yeah, I used to take a book. I've never read on the toilet. Although if I am sitting on the toilet, I need something to read. Like I need, if I've gone into the toilet without my phone, I've found myself just like reading the back of a fucking shampoo bottle I'll read the the wrapper of the fucking toilet paper. I will find something to to read. It doesn't matter what it is. A label. I'll try and find anything. I actually I took a shit this morning without my phone, and um, it was it was amazing. I had nothing but mental clarity. I, I saw all my problems before me, and I was able to start <laughs> sorting them out. And yeah, then right. my shit was over. I was Maybe like, that's right, the answer. I'm Don't do here. that in lockdown, Seb. It's not good for you. <laughs> Whereas I just stare at, like sometimes I've even stared at like just the the label on my pants or something, and just gone like seventy percent polyester. That's about all I get out of it. It's yeah, just like there you go. I've got a cotton blend of thirty percent. I, t- I tell you what, I've been moving towards lately, actually, and and maybe I've been getting this from Lockie, but is is TikTok? I've been watching more and more TikTok. Hey, it's fucking. It is literally addictive. 
Yeah. It is like, it's just the way the videos keep, like you just, it's like a roulette wheel. Like you're like, oh, this one's shit. The last couple of videos have been shit, but maybe I'll just scroll a couple more and there'll be something good there. And I guess there's that theory as well. If the last one was shit, then surely the next one will be good. It's and then fucked. if it's a good one, well, the next one must be better. And then it just, it keeps, yeah. it just keeps tricking you. It's a slippery slope. Mm, very slippery. Sure. Very I'm slippery sure. slope. But I actually sat down and The way I think it works is that like you literally do have to give it some space for new good content to be made. Otherwise you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, the bottom of the algorithm. Yes. Yes. It still is just sets of tits for me. That's all it is. It's just, it's just bimbos with giant, (laughs) giant cans. I've had some wacky stuff turn up though. I've had some disturbing videos pop up in my feed. Like I don't have an account, so I don't know if, if the algorithm's like, like, I'm not liking videos or following people, so I don't know how the algor- uh, algorithm's working. But I've had a couple of, like, really disturbing videos pop up. Like, videos that you'd see almost on, like, 4chan or live leaks or something. Right. Yeah. And people, it's just, like, shooting themselves. Oh, I, had, oh, I, saw, I had one the other day. Oh, no, sorry. You go, Seb, and then I'll... No, you tell, tell us yours. Tell us yours. Well, it, it's funny that you said this, because literally this week I saw a video of someone with a golf club. I was on a golf club. A golf course they hit the head off a live duck jesus like Christ. they just did a big swing and i watching it because it was so unexpected like i haven't seen anything kind of graphic like that on the internet for a while and as soon as i watched it i had this weird flashback to being in high school when like fucked up videos were just routine yeah in and out like i suddenly had this like visualization of like uh, some, like I saw a video of some dude getting beheaded. There was another one where a guy shoved a glass up his ass and it broke. Really? And like, yeah, that was yeah, one yeah, guy, like one guy, one job. Yeah, I remember that. This is all on TikTok well, now. This is this is. How did we get banned off TikTok? I'm, if this shit's allowed, I'm developing. Yes, I'm. Developing well, it was only theory. the duck. I'm developing a theory. Maybe this is a spicy meatball. I don't. Know, I don't know if I want to play the music, but maybe TikTok is a Chinese psyop. Maybe we're being brainwashed. Of course it is. By TikTok. I, the, the videos that I've seen, I'll see if I can bring up. I took screenshots of them because I was like, no one's going to believe me like with how disturbing these videos actually are. Like one was this guy. He was like maybe um, like uh, Southeast Asian and he's sitting like with a baby in front of him and the baby is like crying. Like it's like this little girl and she's crying and the guy's laughing and the guy's hitting her in the side of the head like hard. How the fuck did that get the not banned when, when you say a few F words and uh, we get in trouble? Um, there was another one, which is like, the, the really interesting ones are the ones... He probably will be banned. He probably will yeah, be banned. Right. But I just don't understand how, like, how they get through or why someone would even post that. Like, if, There's if, one if they channel on there where the guy's whole premise is that he pranks his baby and like scares it. So he, he set up like a fake roller coaster on his laptop and had the baby on his lap. And then he starts going like, Oh my God, we're like, we're going to die. And then he starts getting really upset. And then his baby gets really upset. And it's like, haha, look, I tricked my baby into thinking it's on a roller coaster. But I was like, your baby's just freaking out. Cause you're like yelling yeah. at yeah. it. It's like this is like weird child abuse. Yeah, that, that was... kid's going to grow up with a general sense of darkness, isn't it? That's, that's, I'm just showing Mark the, the <laughs> thumbnail of the video there, but it's like, it was legit. It's got like 30,000 likes. Yeah, and, right. and there's a number of these that pop up. And the, the really interesting ones are the ones that have like, so usually the videos that come through, they're like the viral hits, but occasionally you get a video 
from someone who has zero followers, zero likes, like one or two videos. Mm. And I've had a couple of those come through and the theme was like, they were really depressed. So it was like, it was like just a picture of a wall and a giant block of text being like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, my life's shit. Like nothing's good. Not, nothing's good's happening to me. Like fucking blah, blah, blah. And it's just bizarre. It's like, why am I watching all these fun videos and then all of a sudden, like, a really disturbing video is coming up? Yeah. I don't know, boys. I don't know. There's going to be some fucking murders on TikTok. I know that strange. there was, um, when they did the Capitol raid, um, there was a few, like, TikToks circulating of people when they were TikToking and then the security guards shooting people. Yeah, um, right. Like, just full dead and it was going up on TikTok. It's not a problem. But yeah, man, it's, if anyone doesn't believe that China is spying on us through well, TikTok... <laughs> You can get fucked. Well, maybe like, it, it could be the algorithm going rogue. Like, maybe the algorithm's, you, you know, fucking us up. But it can't be good. But also, it knows you're going to talk about it. You're enjoying On the podcast. It. You watch the whole fucking thing of this kid getting slapped going, oh my God, what the fuck? They know that we've got this Western sensibility of we, we are addicted to watching bad shit. Yeah, maybe that's it. We've all know. got it. We've all got this innate <laughs> sense of we, we kind of like this shit. Even though we sit here in our podcast and talk about how fucked up it is, we like it. But what's that going to do to you, like, psychologically, right? If you were just shown, say you were sitting in a room... A uh, bunch of scient- like scientists are showing you like titty shot, ass shot, titty shot, titty shot. Here's a kid getting smacked in the side of the head. Titty shot, titty shot, titty shot. Here's something like really depressing. Here's like, where the that's kink gonna be, develops. That's how you fuck. That's how you fuck people up, right? That is one hundred percent how you fuck people up. I don't know. Possibly. Did your with parents their consent. like? Did your did your parents? I don't know. Like prank you or like kind of niggle you or tease you when you guys were younger or was no, no, it no. more like I've, I've a, seen those gentle like, yeah I've seen no, those. I had a very supportive family yeah, yeah they loved me who <laughs> yeah, truly loved me yeah but I've seen those YouTube uh, videos of like parents that get famous for like pranking their kids it's just the, a prank bro there was a famous one on it was like uh, H3 did a video on it and it was like the, the little ginger kid and they like yeah they made a mess in the bedroom that was back then, when h3 was good yeah <laughs> but, now he's um, just a fucking turd the what's the premise of the video the parents make a mess in the room and then they blame one of the kids they blame one of the kids the kid's like six or seven years old did. and yeah. then they like break his game boy or something and the kid's like genuinely devastated and they've got like a million millions of views you know they're showing porn to four-year-olds now in australian schools or they're at least teaching about porn Really? Like that that was in the that was in the uh that was in uh, the news today. They're going to start rolling out education oh, around is it pornography because it's so for prevalent. Exactly. And kids are coming to school right. with like watches and shit yeah, right. and like, you know, they've got access to all of this shit now. Which I don't know if I'm for or against. Like I like the idea that but the thing is I like the idea of educating these kids and men like don't watch it it's fucked up. But the second you say that you know that they're going to go home and, and look it up. They're going to want to watch that's it. that's what I would do. That's a hard one, isn't it? You've got to, it's kind of like a, it is, it's double-edged sword. It's, you can't teach them about this shit without them then going and exploring it themselves. Yeah, well, it's probably better that there is some sort of effort to do it rather than just shove it under the rug. And I guess you it's like, when it do you learn about alcohol and drugs? Because you've got a, if you've got a good relationship with those now, it's, it's, a, it's about like trying to replicate that for other things that you can get addicted to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's about trying to manage a... You can't hide it. You can't fucking hide this shit away from people. You can't pretend like porn doesn't exist. You can't pretend that heroin and marijuana and fucking cocaine doesn't exist. It's about establishing a healthy relationship with those things. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah. Always, yeah, it, it would be better if you could just wait a little while before telling the kid yeah, how fucked the world is. Young. How fucked the world is. Four seems a bit young. Like, all right, here for you, like kindergarten. All right, these are war crimes, uh, yeah. you know. 
This is torture. Um, you just need to be aware of it because you <laughs> How might... do you even stop it though? Because like, even if you don't give your own kid like an iPad or a phone, there's going to be a fucking kid at the daycare that's got their own iPhone that just shows all the other kids. Like, what do you exactly. even do? Well, that's like what you were saying before, like with the fucked up videos in high school, like there's always a kid showing other kids fucked up videos. Like yeah. I remember there was a guy at our school, um, Tamim, who was, was showing all these like beheading videos and it didn't help <laughs> yeah, that he was sort of Middle right. Eastern as well. Like we were like, Tamim, are you all right? Nah, it was a defense mechanism. Good on him. He's done it. <laughs> we had the same thing. We had like a Middle Eastern kid and he kept like showing us a picture of this like Arab guy fucking a goat in the ass. It was just after September 11. Right. And um, it was purely just as like a deflection. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also find this funny, guys. <laughs> Don't stress. Not me. Not me. But I guess it's like maybe you have to just like on a case-by-case basis it's of like some, some kid starts doing weird shit around the school or you catch a bunch of kids showing each other porn or fucked up shit on the internet. You've got to pull those kids aside and have some sort of like don't do it as a, as a giant group but have that more specific care to a smaller group and 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 educate there um and have like did some your parents have like a like a bee, birds and the bees talk with you i already knew i knew it all before dad even tried they did dad bother. tried late like dad tried at like 12 or 30 i was like yeah i know dad i know what a vagina is dad fuck, fuck off, off. <laughs> um yeah my parents didn't even try because they knew that my school was teaching because i we had first, we had sex ed in grade six in my school, and then we also had it in like you know whatever it was year nine where it goes into much more detail. Um, you put uh, did you put condoms on bananas? On bananas, it's hilarious. We did that great exercise where it was like, all right, guys, penis and vagina. Let's name as many words as you can. Let's get it out in, in the in the first go. And it went for so long. Yeah, we did that as well, and it went for so long as well. Like, and all I wanted to do was say cunt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I wanted to say, yep, yep, Roddy, cunt. Because like, I knew it was, it was the one word you couldn't say. And everyone would piss themselves at every suggestion. Like, yeah. Every suggestion was yeah. funny. But I think that's part of the thing. It's like breaking the ice on it like so they can actually chat about it yeah, without exactly. everyone just like fucking pissing themselves. Yeah, pussy muffin. Yeah, it was and, good. Uh, <laughs> you're just like throwing up different shit all the time. Sausage like, wallet. Yeah, meat curtains. <laughs> yep, meat curtains. Um, <laughs> dumb ones up. It's a great way for teachers to understand like feet on the ground. What the fucking new words? How the kids, the kids are, are using? Yeah. How the kids referring to the bits now? Um, but yeah, I think like, we're gonna have to fucking have some sort. Of, there was a guy that fucking got caught. Um, he was like masturbating on people at like music festivals and shit. And there's like accounts of chicks just at music festivals, and they turn around and his name was Muhammad, and he's just like they're just turning around and they feel like they they've got their asses all wet. And he was just jerking off and coming on their backs, and he was doing it on trams. Yeah. He's doing it on trains and. And he just didn't realize that it was a big problem. He was just like, I didn't realize that that wasn't allowed. Like, he was completely fucked up. He was like, my wife's not giving it to me. I just thought, fuck it. I'll just go out into public and jerk off on people. Just oblivious. Yeah. So we've got, like, you've got to pull those people aside and go to the root All because of, of TikTok. And it may TikTok. Be, maybe it's TikTok, boys. I think it's TikTok. It's the algorithm that's doing it. Who fucking knows? Maybe, I think maybe TikTok might be me just not understanding the younger generation, though. Yeah. That's probably what's more likely than it tries. Is this just because you guys got banned? Yeah. Yes, You're trying to bring yeah. it down. We don't fucking. like TikTok. We've got a fucking. We've got it. We've got it against him. But we were talking about this the other. Everyone, night. come back to Facebook. Yeah. It's great. It's great over here on Facebook where we've got a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, look. Um, but we were talking about this the other <laughs> night, Lockie, about how we. Well, I don't understand what the kids are fucking saying. What was the word you taught me the other day? Bussing. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about how we only see like words after they've like we learn them through memes and through comments. But the kids are like, 
they taught they just use them in at school so by the time that we see words like bus and or whatever it is it's like too late for us if we started using it then it's it's like hello fellow kids like it's cringe so if i start using the word bussin like which means what was it good it's like something's good so i can go like man this fucking this glass of water is real bussin so you're already making me cringe a little yeah, bit. So you're, I'm, I'm being cringe and I'm being a boomer. Is that right? Yeah. It's too late for us. We're boomers now. I'm fucked. And that's no cap. What's no cap? <laughs> Is that right? Am I Lie, it's like no lie. How do you know this, Lockie? He's a child. He's on TikTok. <laughs> He's on TikTok. It's the algorithm that taught him. Uh, <laughs> fuck me. No, maybe we do. Maybe, I want feet on the ground. I think we just need to start hanging out with some more high school kids. Let's get him. Let's that's get him on. That's all we need to do. We need to start reaching out. Maybe we do jump on TikTok and somehow just go like, look, guys, we need to know, we need to know the lingo. Hey, gang. Maybe we'll do a video. Hey, gang. What's it's bussing? Mark here from Stepmates. Want to be cool like you guys. Feet on the street sort of <laughs> shit. I want to learn the lingo. Teach me your ways, kids. And just hang out. Maybe just get a skateboard and just fucking hang out with them at uh, skate parks. And go egg shit and fucking throw toilet paper or whatever the kids are doing. I don't even think they do that nowadays, do I they? I just hang out with them on TikTok, I imagine. Um, there's not much you can do. Anyway, fuck. This um, is a very old man conversation. Yeah, I know. This is, I'm, I'm I know. a bit out of it. I know. I'm a bit out of it. Um, moving on. We, I know last week I, uh, or we promised that we'd, um, we'd talk about the gyms story. We said that we'd talk about um, the time we did, uh, we got sued by gyms. Um, and we spoke about it on our last podcast with He You Shall Not Be Named. Um, and I feel like the, the only way to, to best tell the story is through Bunch of Cunts. Um, oh, yeah, okay. And I think that may, that may be the only way because he is a bit, he is a bit of a cunt, uh, old penman. And that is my opinion. I want to make that very clear. That's not a fact. That's just my opinion. And anything you hear from here on out is just my opinion. And it's, it's just my honest opinion. It may or may not be based on fact. And any representations that I make to say, hey, this is true, you can go look it up, or I might say that this is real or something like that, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying that that's actual fact. You can't get me for defamation, Jim, if you're listening, or one of your minions are listening. You can't get me for defamation. Anyway, Sebi, uh, roll the clip for me, mate. And now it's time for a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. People that try to sue us are a bunch of cunts. <laughs> Quite broad. That's a great Quite opening. Quite broad. That's good. But, hey, but honestly, over the years, we've actually had a few threats of litigation, right? So we've had, we did the Dan Murphy's video and a guy from Dan Murphy's and the Woolies group got in touch um, and said to take it down because it flew in the face of their responsible service of alcohol or whatever. Um, we did a great Specsavers one a couple of years ago as well. That one got taken down uh, where it was the TAC ad where it was the guy got hit by a car and then like, should have gone to Specsavers. Great fucking one. It was funny. That actually got taken down because that, that was not good. Um, but then we did the gyms video. It was possibly our, it, I think it may be, in fact, our biggest video that we've ever done. Is that right? On YouTube, most views, yep. Most views we've ever done. And little did we know... After making it, 24 hours after publishing it, we'd be getting a phone call from Jim himself, the actual fucking Jim. Um, and we came up with the Jim sketch. It was like during like a, 
a, a, like a, a weird stint of, of releases. It was just like in the new year, we called it 12 Days of Content, um, where we're going to be releasing a, a new video every day for 12 days. And we knocked out some fucking bangers. We did like Tourism Australia, oh, yeah. Dick's Hen House, uh, Dr. Spectrum. It's big Day Out was in there. Big Day Out. And, and then we did the gyms video. And it's like it's a, it was a fucking easy joke. Everyone's made it before. You know, you've seen the gyms vans go past and you're like, oh, fucking Jim's Accountancy or Jim's Laundry Service, which are both real gym franchises, by the way. What the fuck doesn't Jim do? Um, so we came up with a bunch of bunch of like fucking dumb fucking franchises or brands for 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 gyms to do, like Jim's Poisons, Jim's Antidotes, Jim Coin, fucking Jim's Gyms. We just went bananas, and that sort of naturally led to this <laughs> joke that Jim's was. Jim Penman or Jim, the, the, the meme, was going to try and take over the world. So we did stuff like uh, Jim's nuclear bombs. Um, political Jim's, lobbying. Jim's new world, political lobbying, Jim's new world order, Jim's final solution. And then we just threw in a fucking couple of dumb ones just for fun, like Jim's racial segregation. Um, the one true Jim's, church of Jim. The one true church of Jim. Jim's gender transitions. Jim's final solution. We did all this weird shit, right? And then we released it, and we weren't even that big of a fan, were we? No, like, we thought it was shit. Yeah. We actually thought it was fucking lame. It was, it was the same with the Dan's one. We did it, and we were just like, fuck, this is shit. Oh, anyway, put it up. It's 12 days of content. Who gives a fuck? And it blew up immediately. It was nuts. It went fucking nanas. Absolutely crazy. Um, and the next day, we're working away. We're trying to do the next video. Um, and when I get a phone call from from Pete Corrigan, our, our composer, um, and he'd been working on us uh, with us on these videos as well. Um, and he'd gone to Tassie the night before and he'd gotten a call from one of Jim's lawyers. Um, and we were completely anonymous back in those days anyway, because of the fighting ISIS stuff that we did, because we were really worried about ISIS tracking us down. So we made sure that we were completely uncontactable, but, um, that was seven me anyway. Pedro had his fucking contact details on a website. And uh, and listed that he was a member of Stepmates. So, of course, they fucking gave him a call. <laughs> and then I get this panicked fucking phone call from, from Pete going like, dude, 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 Jim's lawyers just called. They're not happy. I denied everything. Just said I, I worked with you guys, but I had nothing to do with it. I gave him your number. They're going to give you a call. And I'm like, Pedro, <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? I just changed my number. As well. Yeah, Remember? that's like, right, yeah. I had an old number, but I was sick of cunts calling me. And to be pretty honest as well, I was smoking, a a lot of, I was smoking a lot of weed at the time, so I just didn't answer my phone very often. <laughs> so I changed my fucking number, and all of a sudden now all these lawyers have fucking got it. Sure enough, five minutes later, I get this fucking phone call from Jim's lawyers. It's this woman, and she's like, Hi, it's Jim's lawyer. Just call in relation to your stepmate's Jim video. Now, Jim Penman, he's seen it. And I was like, what, the actual Jim? And she's like, yeah, the actual Jim. He's <laughs> seen it. And uh, he's a really nice guy. He finds most of it really funny. But he does have a few objections to some of the more offensive elements, such as Jim's final solution and Jim's um, racial segregation. She's literally laughing. While she's fucking on the we phone, yeah, people in the office because you you had the phone on loudspeaker. I had the phone on loudspeaker because I was like, I'm not going to miss this moment of catching this, right? Everyone's got to listen to this. And she's literally as she's saying, Jim's racial solution. She's wetting her knickers, and you can hear the whole office pissing themselves. Like they are having a fucking ball with it, and 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 like, um, they're not. Everything's not taking it that fucking seriously anyway. And then she's like, Look, Jim would 
really like it if you took the video down because it's misappropriating intellectual property, you know, i.e. the gym's logo. And I said, look, <clears throat> I get it. I used to be a lawyer uh, and granted my IP law is, is pretty scratchy. Um, but from what I understand, even though there's no legislative protection here in Australia, there's a lot of persuasive precedent in the UK and Canada that allows for a breach of IP for parody and satire. Um, as long as a reasonable consumer is not misled, confused, or deceived into believing that it came from the original brand. And I'm pretty sure our fucking head exploded at that point. <laughs> this is why it's good to have a, a former lawyer in your comedy team. Exactly. And uh, she, because if you can imagine her position, she's like, after watching that video, which is like, Jim's fucking whatever, calling the creators of that, you wouldn't actually think that one of them was a former lawyer. No. Like, you just wouldn't do it. So she stumbles a bit and she's like, oh, well, uh, well, there, there, are, there, are, there, there are other arguments, um, uh, you know, commercial gain. And I was like, listen, lady, there are no ads on the video. None of our ad, none of our videos are monetized. We're not making a cent off that video. You can have a look at my bank account. I'll send you a screenshot right now. I've got zero dollars. <laughs> I've got seventeen dollars in there. You cannot squeeze blood from stone. There are no other arguments. All right, and I'm starting to feel a bit confident now. I'm starting to feel a bit cocky. All right, I'm starting to get a bit of a wobble about me, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fucking commercial law genius. I'm saying to Sammy, I'm like, I, mean, I think I might be a commercial law genius. Like I'm a prodigy. So I like, listen, lady. Here's the thing. We're not taking it down. It's going fucking bananas, right? It's going absolutely bananas on our page. We're getting all these Facebook followers. You know how valuable that is. That's probably <laughs> you know how valuable that'll be in five years. <laughs> in five years' time, that'll be the platform, all right? <laughs> and what we could maybe do is, is, is maybe we could come in, film a little something with Jim. You know, a little video where I say, hey, guys, it's me, Mark here from Stepmates. I'm here with Jim Penman. That's right, the actual Jim. Isn't that right, Jim? Um, and we just want to let you know that Jim no longer offers services that will eradicate the juice, but he will happily come and mow your lawn. Won't you, Jim? And then she was like, oh my God, that is a great idea. You're so creative. Like they literally lapped it up. She was like, look, Jim's did a you good- really say that? She, she was did. like, yeah, she was like, you're so creative. I really like that. That's great. He would love to work with you. Um, Jim's a really good guy. He really does find some of, some parts of it funny. Um, he would love to work with you in some capacity. So I'm like, great. Tell you what. How about you take that to Jimbo um, and let him know that we'd be happy to work with him if he's happy to work with us. Does that, does that sound fair? Does that sound fair? And she's like, yep, no worries. So I, I'm, I, I, hang, I hang up and go, fuck yes. Not only have I just avoided legal culpability, we might even get some work out of this, Sebo. <laughs> like I'm thinking we, we've cashed in. So I spark up a little celebratory joint and, and kick back a little. Um, like I said, I smoked, I smoked a bit of weed back then and, and pretty much the second I stamp out this little joint and I'm, I, literally here's the posture. I am laid back, completely laid out in the, in the backyard on a fucking deck chair. My legs are up on the, on the fucking, on the table and I've just stamped out this joint and I, and I get this fucking phone call. Um, and my phone rings and I answer it and he goes, Mark, Jim Penman here. And I'm like, oh, the actual Jim. And he's like, yes, the actual Jim. <laughs> like, he's not a fucking happy camper immediately. Like, just instantly was not a fucking happy camper. And, oh, oh boy, wowee, he fucking gave it to us. I chucked it straight onto fucking speakerphone. Sebi started filming, by the way. Which um, we don't have because we deleted that. Because we do have it. That's illegal. We, but-, but we can't publish it. But we, we stupidly never said we fucking we're recording this. Um, otherwise, we could use it all we fucking wanted to. So anyway, he, he demands that we take the video down immediately. Like, immediately. Wants it down right now. He's fired up. 
He goes on about how he doesn't find the Holocaust funny. He's like, do you find the Holocaust funny? I was like, I find some parts of it funny, Jim. Um, He doesn't find racial segregation funny. I gave him the same spiel I gave the lawyer. Like, fucking nailed it. To the T, despite being fucking high as fucking balls. I fucking nailed it. Um, and and, and like, told him that we're allowed to do what we've done and there's nothing he can do about it. And he is not having a fucking bar of it. He's like, I don't care. Take the fucking video down. I will sue you. I don't care if I don't win. I will take you to the federal court. I will drown you in legal proceedings and fees. I will bankrupt you. I will ruin your lives. He's given it to us. I will make your lives a living hell. That's a direct quote, by the way. Uh, you have 24 hours. And I'm like, look, Jim, uh, we're not going to do that, all right? Negotiate with me here, all right? There's got to be a more creative solution. And he's he's not happy, right? And he's like, um, you have a real good think about it, Mark, all right? How do you think it'll feel being sued by Jim's? Pretty funny, to be honest, Jim. <laughs> I reckon I reckon getting sued by a meme would be pretty funny. I actually said this as well. And he just goes full-on fucking rage, and he's like, listen, I have in-house lawyers. I've got fucking, I've got millions of dollars. You can't compete against me. I'm Jim. Like, full-on. He's going hard. So I say, hey, look, man, I used to be a fucking lawyer, and I quit because I found it morally repugnant because of situations exactly like this. Big guys fucking bullying the little guys. We're not going to be bullied into censorship, Jim. We are not going to be bullied into censorship. And he's like, oh, so you're not taking it down. Is that your decision, is it? You're not going to take it down. You want to pull the trigger on you right now. And meanwhile, Sebi's like freaking out. You can see in the video, Sebi sort of like drops the camera at this point as well. Full drops the camera and he's just like, take the fucking deal, man. Take the fucking deal. Give us 24 hours. Take take, uh, 24 hours. He's he's writing on a bit of paper. 24 hours. Take the fucking deal. You're getting getting, getting pumped up Yeah, because at that point, I'm starting to feel self-righteous. Like, I'm starting to go like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm like friendly Geordies now. I'm like, yeah, we got to fucking, we got to fight this, man. Let's go to court. Let's, Let's get on the project. It'll be fucking hilarious getting sued by Jim. So we say, all right, look, give us 24 hours, Jim. That's the smart thing to do. Let us have a talk about it. We'll touch base tomorrow, but it's going to stay up until then. Um, And I'd suggest having a look through the comments, mate, in the interim and just see how many people are getting around you and see how many people are loving Jim's um, and have a good think about how disappointed they'd be about hearing that this was your response. Um, And that night, once we hung up, it sort of all came crashing in. It was a bit rough, to be honest. The, the joint wore off pretty quickly because it was, it was a pretty sobering thing that was going on because we, we had to really think about whether it would be worth being sued by Jim's. Yeah, like, we really... You talked to your girlfriend about it, right? Like, you had to sit, yeah. sit down and be like, can, can we go bankrupt for... Because I was... At first, I was like, this will be worth it. Bankruptcy, who gives a fuck? Personal bankruptcy, who gives a fuck? Let's let's fucking do it. So, like, you know, I spoke to the girlfriend. We spoke to fucking... We spoke to our parents. And I think we ended up coming to the decision as well that it was like... it's It was really a, a final solution joke and a racial segregation joke. They were pretty hard to defend. Yeah. Like, it was... If it was on the project or something, like, it would be like... It's hard to stand behind that. They weren't such good jokes that they were worth being the hill that we died on. Yes. Like, if they were if they were actually smarter jokes, we could have defended them. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, plus, like, you know, with the Holocaust, we would have never have gotten the Jews on our side, which is a good market for what we're going for. Like, there wouldn't have been a fucking lawyer that would represent us. Um, even though we had we had a lot of people reaching out and giving us a bit of support because we, because amongst our sort of lawyer friend base as well, there was a few people who were sort of like, no, nah, they can't fucking do that. It's fine. It's fine. But it didn't really matter. It, that's the point. It was... It didn't matter whether we were right or wrong. 
Jim Penman had more money than us and was just going to drown us in paperwork drag and us, legal drag proceedings. Drag us through the courts. It had. It, it was a vexatious litigant, in my opinion. By the way, in my opinion. Jim Penn was, was being a vexatious well, litigant. Yeah, well, in my opinion, too. Like, we'd seen him do it to people before. Well, like, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so we, we, you know, we spoke about it and it was like, um, we did a bit of research that night. We just decided to just look up Jim Penman and we found this, um, we found this Vice article, which you can still fucking have a look at. Um, the Sydney Morning Herald piece. Uh, there's an article on that. There's a bunch of shit around. We had to dig around on Reddit, Lucky. Um, and we were like completely fucking shocked by what we found because we, we'd never, we'd never realized this. We'd never done a deep dive. Underneath the beard and the bucket hat is a very strange man, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> so here's, here's the story, right? Jim wrote a book called The Hungry Ape, where he argues that um, different races and ethnic groups have, have different uh, or distinct temperaments. Um, decided by attributes that he refers to as restraint and vigor, right? Um, so oh, my God. He believes that restraint is the, the, the temperamental basis of civilization um, and can account for the domination of white European ethnic groups over the past few hundred years. The idea of restraint is the reason why they've been able to colonize. Um, all of the other races have lost out because of their lack of restraint or vigor. Or sometimes both. Um, and there are a lot of comparisons between black people and baboons in this book. And there are a lot of comparison between Jews and rats. This Where is 100% true. Oh, dear, um, Jim. And the Vice article calls out... He actually They call his book a piece of propaganda and a great example of racial stereotyping in the modern day. And these are some direct quotes, right? He says, Black sexual behavior is freer, on average, than that of the whites. Unemployment is higher and occupational success lower, reflecting alongside racial oppression, a lack of high restraint work ethic and commercial skills. Rates of crime are higher because of the reduced respect for law and authority in lower restraint groups. He says this about Aboriginals, unsuited in general to the discipline of academic study and of many jobs. They have become a poor underclass. A high proportion are unemployed and the rest are in menial jobs. They don't work steadily, but if they want to be successful in society, they would want to have to change their temperament to be more like Europeans. Um, Jeez. And he then oh, says shit. the Jews have a totally different temperament altogether. Even they, they should be the most poorest and downtrodden, but they're not because of their work ethic, because of their vigor. And we we're like, aha. So that's why he doesn't want to be called a fucking racist. Right, because he's already because he is a racist, and he's and potentially yeah, we've we've really hit a barb here, like we've hit a fucking sore spot. He's already been called this, and it fucking hurts. And then we looked even further, and we found out that he's actually sunk millions of dollars into eugenics research to develop a nasal spray or a pill or a fucking potion or something that will completely change your genetic makeup. Right? He believes that it's going to change the world. It's 100% true, in my opinion. Go look it up. Find out for yourself. So being called a racist actually had massive implications, financial implications, on this venture. Like, you couldn't release an, uh, an epigenetic nasal spray that will make the Aboriginals finally work harder if you were also considered a racist, right? So that's what we started realizing, that we were like, 
That's why he's so angry. That's why he's so fucking litigious is because he's literally sunk millions of dollars into this venture. It's a whole institute. You can find it online. I, I don't know what you'd say. Biohistory. It's called Biohistory. Bio that's And right. it's Dr. Dr. Jim Penman. It's crazy. He actually does have a it's, PhD. It's the lawnmower it's, guy. It's, it's the lawnmower guy. It's in his Wikipedia. I've it's, got it here. Biohistory. He loves that's it. Insane. Eugenics and epigenetics. He's all into it. So but then we dug even deeper. And apparently what, what he was doing to us is what he does a lot. He just likes to sue people. He just likes to bully people by suing them. So there are, there are numerous accounts from um, franchisees that would say he would constantly threaten to sue them if they didn't agree with him. And he would say the same thing. He didn't care whether he won or lost. He would just bankrupt them because he owns Australia's largest franchise. Turns over fucking $500 million a year. Like, you can't compete against me. And he would just bully his way into getting whatever he wants. Um, there was this one franchisee that was claiming um, that the group got together, the whole franchisee group got together, and they wanted to vote Jim out. Um, but then he just went ahead and changed the franchise agreement so that they couldn't vote him out anymore, right? And that sounds a lot like what Hitler did with his enabling act in Germany, right? When he finally became <laughs> chancellor, he went, oh, and yeah, by the way, you can never vote me out, right? So that was, and that, that, they've even got quotes of it, franchisees calling him a dictator with a messiah-like complex. So I wonder why he didn't like Jim's final solution, Jim's new world order and all that sort of stuff. I feel like it it really touched a fucking sore spot. There are family members, I think his nephew was up on Reddit and his his sister as well that he sacked from the company that claims that he's an angry and vindictive man. In fact, there's a direct quote from Jim that says, of the seven sins, wrath is definitely my downfall. I can fucking attest to that, hundred <laughs> percent. Who speaks so biblically it like was, that? He's, he's well. Th- that's the other thing. He's he's super religious, as well. He's a big Bible basher, and um, we just couldn't believe how angry he was getting about all these like dumb memes. But it was it was suddenly starting to make like more and more sense. Like, um, you I think he thought, yeah, I think he thought we had more insight into the truth than what we actually did. Like, we just stumbled upon this shit. Like we're making just, a dumb meme. We're just making a dumb meme, but in yeah. reality, it was actually way more accurate than we could ever imagine. And I think he was like, he was like, you, you guys know exactly what was going on. Like I've even spoken, like fast forward to the future, I've spoken to actual Jim's employees or franchisee owners, and they're like, you knew, man, you must have known him. Like you, you hit so many fucking things. Like the one true church of Jim, massive Bible basher. Um, he was a Mormon or a Latter Day Saint. And now he calls himself an evangelical Christian. Um, Jim's wife, she goes all right. Remember that one? Um, he doesn't even have sex with his wife. Doesn't even have sex with his wife because he believes really? that limiting sexual behavior is a very powerful driver of temperamental change. It makes you more driven, hardworking, more focused. That's 100%. the same as the founder of Kellogg's Corn Flakes. Really? There you go. Similarly... <laughs> very religious and invented cornflakes because he thought that that would, that was like a demotivator for masturbation. I don't know how he drew that. Fucking weirdos. I'm telling you right now, fucking weirdos, mate. That's what it is. And look at, if you look at Jim Penman as well, like you, you think about the beard, you got the bucket hat and whatever underneath is this like fucking scrawny, 70-year-old man, he legitimately looks like Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, and he (laughs) wants to take over the world. Like, that's actually what he wants to do. And possibly the biggest lie about Jim Penman, his name isn't even Jim. 
Whoa. It's David. <laughs> it's fucking David. You told me about that today. We didn't even learn that at the time. You've just, you've just found, <sighs> uncovered that now. We've all been deceived here. So we found all of this out on that night, and we decided this is what we'll do. We'll take the fucking video down right on the deadline at 24 hours. We'll then call him up and tell him, all right, we'll take it down. We'll let it run just to get as many fucking new followers and engagements as we could. And then we'll release a, a response video and we'll rip the beer and the bucket hat off and we'll show the world who the real Jim or David Penman is, right? Real friendly Geordie style. We were ready to go. Um, but the next morning I got this message for him, message from him. Um, and I think we've shared it before, but it, it's, it's pretty funny. But it's like, Matt, Jim here. Which is fucking hilarious that he called me mad. <laughs> We've talked about it overnight, and we're not demanding that you take the ve- down the video. All we ask is you do something else, which we're very happy to work with you on, but leave out the most offensive elements. Give me a call. So I gave him a call um, pretty quickly after that, to be honest, and he sounded pretty defeated. He did. Did I have that one on speakerphone? You did, yeah. He, he sounded pretty fucking defeated. and I, We've always liked the idea that it was like, after he hung up the first phone call with us, with the lawyer in the room... You know, hung up and just went, the lawyer just turned around and went like, Jim, it's no use. Stop it. They're comedians. We've always loved that idea. It's not worth it, Jim. It's not worth it. Stop it. <laughs> They're comedians. Um, and we haven't heard anything from him since. Like, I accidentally called him. One of for, them's a brilliant lawyer. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he, he's a prodigy, Jim. <laughs> he's a prodigy. He's a comedian and a lawyer. He's impossible. He's too strong. Um, you did call him accidentally once one night, right? High on coke, completely drunk at a work function. For 45 seconds. I woke up the next day and was like, I called Jim for 45 <laughs> seconds. I think I left a voice message on his phone or something. I don't know. But I still haven't fucking heard oh, from man. him. Oh, man. And since then, we've been like, he's been doing a bunch of live streams and shit. He has, yeah. With his social team at, at, at fucking Jim's group. And pretty much every time he jumps on from one of these Q&As, people ask him about the Jim's video, which is awesome. Um, there's all these people going like, what do you think about the stepmate sketch? And he always replies with his like, bullshit take, which is like, oh, no, we love that sort of stuff. We'll never ask people to take that down. Um, we didn't with those guys. We never asked them to take it down. We like it. It's good advertising for us. And, and you know, we've got a good sense of humor about it. Anyway, let's move on. And, you know, I think he even started a competition where it was like, send in a new Jim's franchise yeah, and you can yeah. win a fucking prize or some shit. But even though it's all over, there's still some nights where we'll be lying in bed, I think, and we just both kind of expect a fucking ride-on lawnmower to spark up <laughs> and that Jim's going to be out the front <laughs> on a fucking ride-on yeah. lawnmower. Um, and it's kind of fucking terrifying. But, hey, that's the fucking story. We've been sued a bunch of times. Still haven't lost yet, to be honest, boys. Ready to go. We'll go friendly Geordie style. Look at that. Raising $1 million too, Geordie. I know. Amazing. $1 million. Imagine if we could get that sort of support. We would have got about 200 bucks. I reckon. I reckon we would have got 250 bucks. Either way, fucking anyone that tries to sue us, including Jim Penman or David Penman, you're a bunch of cunts. And so concludes A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. We? we finally told it. Yeah, it was good to get it all out, to be honest. You know, they followed us. Uh, one thing you forgot to mention, Jim's Mowing followed us on Instagram. I didn't know that. Two weeks ago, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they followed us. Oh, fuck. They're tracking us. They're tracking us. He's always They're keeping watching. an eye, old Jim. That's, uh, that is the story of Jim's Mowing. It's a fucking, it was probably it was probably one of the bigger things that happened to us. And I remember when we were doing regular old bogan, we had to get an insurance um, tick off, like a legal tick off. And one of the questions on the insurance thing was like, have you ever been threatened to be sued before? Um, and we had to get legal advice on the whole thing. And even though we'd done it ourselves based on that, like 
misappropriating the logo and IP law and stuff. I now have a 12-page document from a real lawyer um, that 100% backs up exactly what I said to them as well. Oh, great. That We've got the persuasive precedent. It's 100% okay for us to do, have done what we did. Um, and even though he might be, it, that's still, regardless of that, he could still fucking come out and fucking take us through the courts and do whatever he wanted to do. But um, it was good to know that we were actually, we stood on the, we, we could have fought it and we would have won. Which would have been awesome. I highly, highly recommend the uh, Vice article, even though I, I wouldn't usually recommend Vice. But if you, if you Google Vice Jim Penman or Jim's Mowing, um, it's quite an interesting read. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, should we do the mailbag? We should do the mailbag. Let's, Let's jump go. in the fucking mailbag. It's time for the Stepmates Mailbag. You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. It's the Stepmates Mailbag. Welcome back, everyone. We are here. We're here. I'm pretending like I just didn't fuck up in between the segment, but I did. Yes, we lost audio in, in, in the interim. This is the second time we've gone into mailbag, but um, that's all right. No one needs to know. You are completely flustered again. What is torch, it with you and my, your fucking torch on your phone, My mate? torch is still on. You couldn't be an 80-year-old man faster. Oh, Jesus. You sound older than... You look older than me when I was talking about TikTok and Don't, bussing yeah, this earlier. Is, oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, first question is from our good friend, Helios. Great Helios. Great friend of the show. Uh, who's in South Australia, also locked down now. Poor, poor cunt. Um, oh, welcome. He was like, how have you guys been dealing with it? Uh, I don't know. It's like our fifth one. It's just par for the course now. Mate, um, you know what you do? You end up fucking, you play by the rules for the first couple of days, potentially week, and then you get fucking fatigue, and you start like just breaching a few little rules here and there, and you realize that the fucking, the sky doesn't fall in, and then you start being even more game with it for a bit, and then it's over. That's basically the fucking That's story of all it. lockdowns. Um, but here's Normally, question. I just get really drunk, but my girlfriend's doing Dry July, and I'm not like the biggest drink alone kind of guy. So it's, I don't know, it's been weird. I've been sober for the majority of it. Oh, man, you got to get back on it. I've broken my Dry July. It's done. I mean, I'm still trying to do it. Seb it's like abstains. a damp, it's a damp July. <laughs> a dampish July. It's a dampish, July. a dampish July. Um, but anyway, Halios' question here. Uh, hey, lads, loving the pod. Another question for the show. Would you rather eat a cup full of live millipedes or clean up after someone's uh, diarrhea shat themselves after a big night of vindaloo curry using only your tongue? Give me the millipedes. What are you fucking talking millipedes. about? Are millipedes poisonous? I don't know. No, centipedes are poisonous. I don't give a fuck. Fun. Even if they're poisonous, I am not licking up vindaloo poo yeah. with my fucking tongue. I feel like Bear Grylls eats millipedes and loves them. They're probably fuck good it. for you. Yeah, it's probably good for I you. I could eat the millipedes and then throw them up. I'm never going to get that taste of that vindaloo shit out of my fucking mouth. Oh, he said cat piss is your only chaser for both. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah, a better, it's a better deal. Piss. Yeah, no dramas. <laughs> it's a better deal. Uh, millipedes all the way, mate. All the fucking way. Better deal. Okay. As long as I can chase it with some cat piss, then I'm good to go. Yeah. Cat piss is delicious if it's served cold. <laughs> uh, this next one is from our uh, good friend Zane Swan. Oh, Swanny! Uh, the dead. G'day, Zane. Uh, hoi, lads. I have a discussion topic for your precious segment, but first you'll need to read through a story. Sorry, Seb. <laughs> um, yes. So I've received news of a Love move it. that will be happening to me this week, a relocation to the bleach sands of Queensland. Um, they've been screaming out to me for a long time, but now it's here. I'm getting cold feet. I'm afraid that after eight years living in the dark and damp, uh, damp state of Victoria, I won't be able to reconnect or restart my life 
as good as I used to be, mm. especially now that I'm an adult who isn't forced into social situations like school or other extracurricular uh, events. Um, just wondering if you fellas have any advice on this. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like work's probably your first circle that you'll get. Um, so depending on what your work is, Swanee, um, you'll probably, that that's where you first all fucking start meeting some people. Um, Are you moving up with anyone? Do you play too? footy? Play footy. Play soccer. Play cricket. Play basketball. Play play like a, if you if you know, if if you don't want to do an outdoor sport, play like futsal or something, like five a side. Yeah, I'd struggle to do that though because whenever whenever I do an activity like that, I always like to have a mate there. Like I'm like, oh, let's do it. Like you know, like a an after work sports. Like I'm not going to do That's that by true. myself. I'm going to be like, oh, lucky, come with me to futsal. We'll play futsal together and meet some other people. But what like, if he doesn't have interests? Maybe. What if he just has no interests at all, old Swanee? Do you like drugs? Just have to die alone. Yeah, maybe if, if if there's a dealer up there, become friends with the dealer. Yeah. Or just like, you know, could you pass on fucking other people that are also interested in doing lines of cocaine on Friday night with me? You could also move to a share house. Like, that's going to help you meet people. Yeah, like, that'll help. Um, You know, like flatmate finder or something like that. That's a good one. Or just um, go up to Queensland, fucking find a broad, and just just take all her friends. That's all. Yeah, you do. Get on yeah. Tinder. Just go on, go on Tinder or Hinge or something. Yeah, that's the way. Some to people do it. go on those those apps, saying here looking to meet new people, like new to the area. I'm looking for friends. I always found that really weird. Yeah, fuck your way to some new friends, Zane. Just use that dick for good use, brother. <laughs> Fucking get out there and start meeting some girls and just do it out of for friendship. Um, You'll be the only one on Tinder doing that as well up in Queensland, but it's a fucking good theory. And if you need help, get in touch. We'll organise a Zoom call for Lockie to help you out on Tinder. I don't know if we, we spoke about this on the Patreon podcast, didn't we, we? We do, actually. This is an exciting new segment that's coming up. Uh, Lockie is going to rate people's Tinder profiles. And give them advice and because them he's advice. a fucking expert at Tinder. Apparently. No, he's, he's a self-proclaimed expert, but so are all experts, really. We're going to start doing some YouTube pre-rolls where it's like, hi, my name's Lockie, and are you bad at Tinder? Like, I'll help you get more pussy. And then he, he'll fucking help you <laughs> set up a fucking decent profile and get you laid. It's we, a 100% guarantee. It's like a Dolly Doctor segment. Yeah, no, 110%. No, I'm, I'm not an expert. I just have had like a weird period of my life where I was obsessed with like, tinder statistics and like dating app statistics so i knew like all the different like kinds of photos that would like improve matchability and like lines that you could use and stuff like that optimize now i have no use for this knowledge yeah we'll exactly. put that we'll put that in the video as well it's like look i'm not an expert but i'm exceptionally fucking good at getting puss yeah like <laughs> via tinder and, and bumble and whatever the fuck other else it is it's an exciting new segment and we actually have our first uh, uh our first uh listener who's sending in their tinder profile uh for Lockie to rate um, nice. So I think we should do that on the main potty next week. We should have the Tinder segment. Honestly, I think what we should do is actually set up a Zoom call where Lockie can, you know, he can screen share, go through the t go through the Tinder profile. We'll then cut that up into it's a, a lot small. Of effort. Well, it's you, a lot you of gotta cutting. You got to help people. It's a lot of cutting. Hey, come on, guys, put a bit of fucking <laughs> I don't care that much. Look at it work. So you're you're pumping up how great this segment is. <laughs> yeah, but you're adding work to everyone's plates. Yeah, I'll, except yours. <laughs> except for mine. That's right. I, I, I just want to swipe right or swipe left. I, I, that's that's <laughs> the entirety of the segment. I think there's some real commercial ability in, in it as well. I think we can all make a bit of profit. We'll split the profits three ways. How does that sound? Like? Anyway, Mark's trying to commercialize it, but it's it's an exciting <laughs> new segment. 
Um, if you've got, yeah, if you're a Deal. single fella or lady, um, and you've got a Tinder profile and you want to send it into the podcast to get reviewed, um, we'll keep you completely anonymous. Um, we'll just obviously describe the pictures. We won't show the pictures. Um, if you want to send that in, Lockie will give you advice. Sounds on Sounds like the worst segment ever. We fucking film it and we fucking cut it up. What are you talking about? <laughs> fucking anyway. Swanee, <laughs> send in your fucking Tinder profile. We'll set up a Zoom call with Lockie. <laughs> fuck it. Get out of here. This is an exciting new segment. You've, yeah. been, you've derailed it before yeah. it's even started. Swanee, fucking Tinder. Uh, that's the way to fucking go, anyway, big fella. We'll fucking, we'll it, help you out. He's got a second part to the question here. Um, and now for my second discussion topic, which is a little less serious. As a hospitality worker, I find myself stopping a lot of people around me losing their call at people who are underqualified for their positions in hospitality. Uh, at what point does it become fair for a hospitality worker like myself to become frustrated uh, to become frustrated with someone else's more than poor work or blatant stupidity? As a hospitality worker, to you blokes, uh, I have the power to just be a. Do I have the power to just be a tosser about it? I would definitely place the more underdeveloped hospitality staff group people into the bunch of cunts category. Hundred percent. Mark is building up. Yeah, I guess so. Like I don't know. It's hard because like hospitality is so even. Sort of like you've got obviously chefs and then you've got, you know, maybe waiters and then the dish manager and then managers. Yeah. There's there's nothing worse than someone is like, if it's a job that doesn't matter, like if you're in a fucking fine dining restaurant, you're at like Attica or, you know, like a really nice fucking restaurant. It makes sense that you give a fuck about your job. But if you're just at the local pub, it doesn't really make sense that you're just like, what are you doing? Why isn't the parsley on the fucking things? Like, you know, acting like fucking yeah, Gordon Ramsay. Like, everyone's there just to get the job done. Who gives a fuck if the chicken's four days old? Just serve it up. Just get it out the fucking door. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if there's not a fucking perfect lotus flower on top of the coffee? It, no. Yeah, as long as it's hot and it tastes like coffee, fuck it. Get it no, out. No, no. Because we, we've worked with people before that have really let the team down. Like, if you remember, Jay, we've talked about him on the, on the podcast before, but, like, people that, that rock up late, they... they they're lazy and it makes more work for you. That's that's when it's okay. If it makes it have a worse for you, then yeah, yeah. You don't want to be self right. Like you don't want to be the the goody two shoes, but at the same time, you don't want people creating extra work for you. I tell you what, if you're trying to convince someone to just do it your way, have a th- real think about whether it's worthwhile doing, right? Because you start to come across like a bit like Gordon Ramsay there, right? Like you're on Master Chef, yes, right. But if someone's being fucking lazy. 100% lazy and making more work for you, fucking give it to them. There's nothing worse than scumbag fucking hospitality workers. Give it to them. They're the worst. Just and they leash. need to fucking learn as well. If you're not going to be the one giving them a fucking growl, the fucking customer's going to do it. And you don't want that. You don't want the customer walking out of there upset. I'm the customer. You've got to look after me. That's what, I'm, that's what I care most about. Um... So there you go. It works in hospitality. You'll meet heaps of people in hospital. Yeah, that'll be the trick. The work works the trick, I think. And hospital workers are loose too. You'll be able to get on the you'll get you'll get on the lines with the hospital workers instantly. Yes, that'll be fucking great. You might even beers. meet a few fucking people floating around. Follow us up, Swanee. Fucking send in some send in some updates. I hope it goes well. The fucking weather will be sick up in <laughs> Queensland. That'll be fucking wild. They have less fucking, COVID. Yeah. Um, last questions from Neely. Um, if you could be instantly good at any profession without having to train or study, what would you choose? Podcasting. Animation. 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 Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Good at any profession. If I could be good at like any MBA profession. or something. Oh yeah, probably sports. Imagine being like a like a professional fucking like if you were like LeBron, you could just turn that on. You didn't have to put in the ten thousand hours. 
Yeah, that'd be pretty. Being Space sick. Jam three. Yeah, maybe you go with soccer or something, right? So something that you just don't have to do. Like oh, baseball, baseball, baseball would be easy. Cricket, yeah. baseball rail as well. They fucking rail hard. Apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, basketball. Basketball is like a cool sport. Maybe, maybe like what about like um, tennis? Like uh, like markets, like stock markets. You could be just like a really good stockbroker. Because oh, you could do that with anything, couldn't you? Like, you could be a good stockbroker, but still just go and... Yeah. Like, you'd just be good at the stock market, like a Warren Buffett. Like, business. To be really good at business. And <laughs> That's you so just, broad. You could just build out, it's like Elon Musk, you're just really good at business, buying other people's businesses and making them better. That's all you're doing. That'd be fucking not bad. Yeah, I don't know. Lucky? Uh, yeah. This that that business. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it'd be sport. It'd be something like that was actually fun to, to do, be good at. Yeah. Like being, a, yeah, being a good soccer player would be fun. Like if you were Messi, I'm sure Messi has a great time kicking the ball around. Just have just at being Messi, just having a great time. I'm sure, like if you were like the fucking top echelon of brokers, maybe there's a thrill in that too. But I don't know if that would really do it for me. Yeah, maybe you're right, mate. Maybe I'd be a fucking UFC fighter, I reckon. That's what I'd 100%. If I was just really good at that, just really good at going out there and knocking cunts out, fucking going five rounds with the fucking champ, become world champion, that looks like a fucking cool lifestyle. You fight like once every six months, really. You can get away with once. You work two nights a year. You still got to train, A little though. bit of brain damage. Yeah, but that's good. Train. Training's fun. Like, keep keep you up, up, up and about. You're fit as fuck. Yeah. Like, most of the time you're just railing. You're doing all these like human growth hormones and cocaine in the interim, <laughs> and then you just have to taper out for the actual fight, which makes you more angry. So you really want to kick the piss out of someone. Then you go to Las Vegas, you fucking fight, and then you fuck all night, and you make millions of dollars. Fuck yeah, I'm joining the UFC. That's what I'm doing. Hundred percent. Where do I sign? Let's do it. Where do I sign? Where do we, sign, Where do we, do we do sign, big fella? These always depress me because they like the chat inevitably. Ends in oh, okay, that that would be nice, wouldn't it? It's like saying, yeah. oh, like what would you do if you won Tats Lotto? It's like oh, I'd I'd have a better life. Yeah, but I guess starters. I don't. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go right, inside to right lockdown. now and, and uh, have pumpkin fucking soup for dinner. Like that's it's gonna be my night, and go to bed at eight o'clock in the evening because there's nothing uh, else better in my life. I've got nothing to train, uh, nothing to fight. Nothing to fuck. <laughs> On that note, that's been the mailbag. Let's <laughs> get out of here. You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. Well, that was that was a depressing end to the mailbag. Yeah, but, well, uh, hey, look, it was on brand, to be honest. That, that's exactly what we're doing. Um, hey, and we were just talking about it um, before as well. With a phone call that we recorded with Jim Penman. Um, for you good cunts that support us down there on the Patreon, the you good 50-odd cunts, I think there's 51 now, um, I think we've had a few more surge on through. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna chuck up a few little cheeky clips. Um, Let's not promise that yet. Do we? A. Do we still have the video? B. Are we allowed to? We'll figure it out. We're gonna. We. we all right. We might post a few <laughs> cheeky clips on on Thursday. We might night. reenact it. I tell you what. Look, Thursday's podcast. I'll I'll try and fucking dig up some clips. We've definitely right. got the video somewhere. And we'll I, we'll tell people next week if it's up or not, so you can decide next exactly. week. Exactly. But if you if you are a Patreon supporter, you good cunts. You'll hear all about it on Thursday. You'll get to hear some of the clips. Um, I was exceptionally high, so there's some parts of it that I don't actually make a good 
good. Um, I don't make a solid argument. <laughs> but sometimes I absolutely nail it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, mean, I absolutely nailed it. When I told when I told him it was like sounds pretty funny to be honest, Jim. Yeah. To get sued by a meme. Uh, I mean, that was it, a that was a big fun one. It was as you told it, but can you imagine if you actually heard if the if the listeners actually heard the clip and it was like, oh, sorry, Jim. Yeah. Oh, like, sorry, Jim. Oh um, no. Yeah. yeah, we'll take it down right away, <laughs> mate. Oh, yeah. Is this oh. Oh, the actual Jim? Oh, nah. Jim, I'm so fucking sorry, man. I'm sorry, Jim. <laughs> we'll do anything, man. Um, nah, well, we fucking stood our ground. No, nah, we that did. Cunt. We did. Fuck that cunt, in my opinion. He's a cunt, in my opinion. Anyway, um, that is allegedly it. Allegedly a cunt. Allegedly a cunt. Um, that is it for the Stepmates podcast this week with a remote Lockie. Thanks for coming in, or thanks for not moving an inch. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. See you next week. Bye. Stay out.